You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market, and Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Union 0430, episode 75. And we have our original, I might add, sponsor for the show, Mr. Craig Mintz from Real Geese on with us tonight, coming to us all the way from the, it's it's the Buckeye State, right? You got it. Yeah, we are yeah. in the northern part of the Buckeye State. So. Yeah, I got it. My college football is starting to pay off. Um, and then we got Mark coming to us from outside the nation's capital. Um, Dave, you guys know Dave's story. He's busier than a two-pecker dog right now. Phil is probably chasing hippies down the street in Toronto somewhere. Um, and Ryan, um, we'll save uh, Ryan's excuse for another night. Um, but, it, but it's a good excuse. Um, trust me. Yep. Um, <laughs> so that's it. So we got Craig on tonight, So which is really good because um, it's been a while since we've been talking to you, Craig. And, and yeah. you've had, um, so it was in the summertime, the last time we were talking, you guys were at your RV, you guys were camping, doing all that stuff. And then you got into all season and then that logistical nightmare that oh. I know everybody got it, but it seemed like at least you were very, very transparent with it, right? Like you were on social media and you were saying, listen, I get it. I understand that you guys are waiting on stuff. Um, but this is, this is where it was. You were very transparent. So um, it was a crazy, crazy fall for you guys to get gear in. Yeah, it's, 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 it's um, right now it's even worse. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, we're still doing, you know, that bag was the only thing we'd never made, you know, in the United States. And, you know, I, when we put in the order, um, the last, well, the very first week of June. So June 1st is when we put it in. Um, and it was the last week of October, 1st of November. Oh, my God. Um, you know, I was told and they gave me tracking. I, I watched when it shipped and left the ports. And after that, it was, okay, now sit and wait. And they gave me the name of the boat it was on. I tracked where the boat was and it was just sitting there. And every day I'd come in and check on it. Every day I'd come in and check on it. It didn't move. <laughs> and it was frustrating because then once I got told it was in the States, then customs held it for two weeks and went through every box and went through every bag. Really? Yes. Yeah, so every box was taken out of the original box and every bag was taken out of the original box, went through and then repackaged and then sent to me. Holy so, smokes. Yes. Because of smugglings in their bags and, and it was a huge deal. Um, you know, so that, that took another two to three weeks on top of that. You know, and then from California to my place is normally a five to six day ship. So, you know, you're starting to add all these up and it, it got frustrating. And the one thing that I, you know, I try to tell all of our employees is, is be honest and be open. Um, 
about what happens. You know, if we're out of a product, let people know that, hey, it's going to be four weeks before we can do it. Or, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, these guys, we prepaid some of the, the bags and, and I get this. They're 70, 80 bucks. And, you know, somebody wants to know where their 80 bucks is. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it wasn't for a lack of work you know, people on our end, it wasn't, we did everything we could possibly. Um, you know, when I had mentioned we should get them by October, that's when I was told. Um, and it just kept progressively getting worse and worse. Um, we've gotten them. We love them. We've had great feedback from them. Um, the magnet clip seems to be a game changer in a lot of people's mm-hmm. eyes. Um, I, I mean, I've tried to beat one up and we, we actually put uh, 14 dozen um, in two bags and yeah. we overstuffed them and i paid a guy basically to drive around on a forklift and we put a, the slings over the forks and he just drove around all day bouncing them around um and that's, last, hey, that's r&d rip. buddy i mean I, I don't know much more you can do with those things so it, it worked out really well we got them in stock um we actually just ran a deal with them on black friday and cyber yep. monday with the other ones we sold quite a bit um, they're now on am or they're they're not on amazon so it's been a good thing there too so um, you know, there's things going in the right direction. This bag, I think, is a game changer in certain cases for us because we, for years, you know, these shadows have been out. How do you carry them? What do you do yeah. with them? How do you change them? And we kept trying to create a bag and we didn't, we tried many different ways and none of it was successful. Um, and we'll get the whole thing. Well, you copied this person or you copied that person, but in theory, it, it's all the same. We just found a way to make it, we think better. Um, and we, and I felt like we did. So. You know, this whole copying thing, and, and I get it, right? Like, I, I get it if, but it's a bag. Like, you, you can't you can't reinvent a bag. Like, every bag is a copy of the original bag that was made by whoever um, a million years ago. Yeah, and it's the same way. Like, just Ideal, like a, a right? car tire. It, it, a car tire is still round, <laughs> and it, it's no different than anybody else. There's just 9,000 manufacturers. It's just different. Yeah. Um, you know, and they all have their different perks. And, and when I went and started building these bags, the, the magnet part of it was the huge thing for me. Um, I hate when I'm in the field. I hate when I go to have these clumsy gloves on. I go to make a clip, and it doesn't work. Yeah. My hands are too tight. Or Did- my other problem is, is or it breaks because it's so cold. Um, that's that was that's a huge problem. Me. That's yeah. Up there. And, uh, well, and, and even where like, you are, Craig, like, oh, in, yeah, it gets cold. Yeah. So, um, Merck, you know, we did, did Bill's yeah. bag have those magnetic clips on them? I can't remember. I can't remember either. So, the, the awesome thing, and Phil watched this show because he watches it um, after we. So, I think we went out with Phil. Mark and I went out with Phil uh, about a week and a half ago. And I think it was the yeah. first time his bags made it to the field and he's, he's cleaning up doing something and Mark and I are, are getting ready for the hero shot. Right. So we've got, we've got the, the decoys put back in the bags and we're stacking the geese and he comes around the corner and there's blood all oh. over his new bags. And he was like, ah, I guess, I guess it was inevitable. There was about they were determined <laughs> to get on at some point. So, but uh, yeah. So we seen. I can't remember if the magnetic clips were on Bill's they, bag. What was it? Was it one of our bags? Yeah, it was the gray yeah, they, one. Up right now. Yeah, it was hundred percent that it had to have a magnet on. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, because we didn't sell them without them. Um, okay. That was that was when we got them all. They're all like that, and the only things that don't have them are the side clips. So you got the bag. 
you know, width wise, yep. it going at the top. That one's the magnet, one's the side yep. ones do not have it. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, so, so, but it was a big changer for me because, like I said, I got out to the fields when I was hunting and I'm like, man, these clips are a pain. Kind of yep. hate these things, you know, because mm-hmm. I got to take my glove off to clip them or yep. go to grab them and it's cold and the one little tooth is broke off. Well, it's useless. Yeah. You know, and it's nothing against the manufacturers. It's just plastic doesn't hold up to, ne- you right. know, negative five degrees. Yeah. You're burying them in a the snow because you're underneath your blinds or you're in a layout or wherever you may be in. And, and it just made it easier. Um, I wasn't happy with the color. It wasn't what I originally picked with. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me why the color came with that. Um, I think it was kind of a screw up on the opposite end, but there isn't much I can do once I get all those bags and a bunch of boxes. But I've always said, if it's color you're worried about, you should have... Yeah. Uh, you should have um, shot that. Yeah. There it is. Oh yeah, that's it, an awesome one. Yeah. So that that's an awesome picture. So is is new bags, but they are like well made. Um, I I did like like I never. Mark and I were sort of gathering them and and like Phil cinched them all up and did all that thing. But I did like the bag. Like if you look at them, um, just that the fact that the cover, like it's that. I don't know if, if I'm explaining this right, especially to the people that'll be listening on the podcast, but it, it's, it's an actual flap that comes over like a square flap, right? Yep. So it's yeah, not yeah. just, it's just not a, like a drawstring top. So yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah, that was an awesome picture. Yeah. I love that picture. I think I seen that was like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And look that at my good. beard there. Look at my beard there. What an epic beard. You know, that you see my beard. That's pretty impressive. I see yeah. your beard now too. Yeah, I know. I and and um, that's my wife telling me that I think you need to shave. I think you need to trim your beard a little bit. Well, you got to trim that up for your trip to New York, probably, right? Uh, yeah, probably. That's coming. That's uh, this week, hopefully. Hopefully I'll make it. That's what I say. If, 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 you were, if you were coming to New York for longer than a day, you're only about six hours from my place. Well, so that's something I wanted to bring up. So I was thinking about this um a couple days ago because i was gonna at like i said uh, yesterday i meant to message you yesterday and i completely forgot but i think with your proximity to where we are i yeah. think next year we should we should hit your place and do a hunt yeah come, i think what we'll do is we'll come up to you have you guys come into the shop like on whatever a friday yeah. or thursday Give you yeah. a tour around, take you guys out to dinner, and then we'll head up north um, to Michigan, mid-Michigan area. And we got some guys up there that run our Instagram, Ryan Campbell, and those guys are right in yeah. the area with that. And um, there's some pictures I know, like on our um, on our Real Geese fan page. As we scroll down for the people yeah. that are ever there, you can visit there. Um, there's a pretty good couple video or a couple pictures of a lot of de- or a lot of hunting going on. Yeah, and um, it's actually by Chris Hubel. He went with them as well. And you can see actually our little trailer in the back. Um, okay. And actually, we go. Can you, you know, bring that marker? Yeah, Mark. Can you pull that off? That's on the Real Geese page. Yeah, on yeah, the Real Geese the fan, fan page. On the fan page. Yep. But yeah, we'll have you guys come up, do that. We'll shoot some birds and. And uh, then what I'd like to get you guys to do is come down here during the summertime when there's racing season and take you guys oh. to a couple of races down here. Oh, uh, yeah. Let, I'm, I'm in for that. I'd love to come down and do that. I'd actually yeah, I'd bring the whole family down for that because that would be yeah. uh, 
I think they would absolutely, they would absolutely right love that. There, right there is one of my simulators. I was um, looking at that and I was like, look at that chair. I'm like, what's up with that chair? And then I could sort of see like the yoke there right in the. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm it's, like, a, it's a full on, basically, uh, I use it in the wintertime to keep sharp and to keep a little bit of movements in my arms um, and, and try to keep them shape during the wintertime. So I'll do a two or three hour race on those um, just to keep, you know, movement. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then our trailer in the background that we use. Yeah, to yeah. Some of the stuff in it. So, yeah, it's a pretty good time with those guys. Um, you know, and, and Adam is the first one to our right um, in, the, in the yellow gloves. Yeah, that guy, he's a really good dude. He runs our uh, Facebook and Instagram a little bit. With, uh, yeah. And he's a hell of a dude and uh, has helped me out a lot, you know, kind of figuring out what I need to do. And he's kind of gives me that little insider when I need that. Hey, do you think, what do you think about this? And yeah. he's not a one to say, hey, that's a stupid idea. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, uh, actually, uh, I'm pretty sure he messaged me the other day about uh, about something that I had posted. Yep. I'll tell you, but I'll tell you about it uh, yeah. when, awesome. we're off, when we're off the yeah, air. Yeah. It, it, no, you're it's, good. Some, it's egg on my face. Um, I, I screwed up, but he, sh he fired me yeah, off a message and he was like, hey, listen, this. And I was like, oh, I screwed yeah, up, you know, that. yeah. So, uh, yep. so yeah, awesome dude, uh, far and very quick too. So sent me a message and, and all that stuff. So, yeah. So I thought about that the other day. I'm like, like, shit, you're only like six, seven hours away. Yeah. We're I'm not like, that far from you guys. No, I'm like, that's an easy, that's an easy trip. eh, Merck. Yeah. And I think, so I, and Josette would be like, she'd be like, yeah, I'm down for, it. she wouldn't come and do, but she would, she would enjoy the trip. I'm sure she would. This is for the kids can hang out with the wife. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have any kids, but yeah. <laughs> yeah and they, they, they'll go, they'll get over it. My kids are pretty good and growing up by now, at least enough that they don't drive it nuts. Yeah. Um, the, um, when you guys come to the United States, like if you have to go to Michigan, what, how do you get in? So we can cross over. Through Windsor. Yeah, we can cross over through Windsor, which is actually Windsor is yep. south of Detroit. So, yeah, which so is, that's only, that's probably about an hour away. Yeah, I just, I mean, I go to Detroit Red Wings games all the time. So oh, do you we, really? We drive right by the bridge. Okay, so, yeah. Um, Better than Toronto. Not, not a big deal. Yep. Yeah, so actually, so um, my geography is bad. So Syracuse to to you, how far are we, how, how Ooh, far is this? Is it? Yeah, that one's a farther haul. Uh, okay. I mean, you're probably looking at seven hours. Okay. Because that was that's the furthest west I've been. I guess west. I got to double check. West in New yeah, that, York that I've been is Syracuse, right? And that's that's like, or maybe it's south southwest. I don't know. That would be that would be east for me. Um, if yeah. You get up into Buffalo, into that place. That's that's yeah. far east for me. Okay. So so if you drew a, if you drew a straight line from Detroit straight yeah. down, you're yeah. right into our building. Oh. Okay. I mean, it's Easy. a straight line. So yeah. yeah. And it's, I'm trying. So my, my reasoning is I'm trying to, trying to figure out a way to skirt outside of Toronto. So I don't have to drive down through that bullshit. Oh, that, oh, that it's just a mess. And I was like, I just do straight down an I, whatever it is, that'll take me uh, East, but uh, maybe it'll be, yep. um, yeah, cause so you got to skirt around the great lakes. That's probably what that's puts that time on eh? 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, we gotta you gotta go around by Cleveland, and if you go up that way, you go up by Cleveland, right. and then you gotta start rolling north, and then you start going up by Buffalo, you right. know, and then it's a big pain. I mean, we, I never go that way. Um, if right. I go to Canada, I cross into Windsor. Yeah. So, who do we have a map? Oh, here we go. Oh yeah, we do. So there's yeah. Syracuse right there. Right. Oh yeah, 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 big time. So that is a okay. huge. There's Damien, yeah, Kingston. Wait, wait, wait! Go screw like like zoom in there. I seen an Oswego. Oswego. Yeah, right there. Zoom in towards no, thanks towards more towards Syracuse area. There's Oswego. Yeah, so there's a racetrack right there, a big okay. sprint car track. But I, I think there's another one up there north in Canada that's Oswego in there Speedway right too. there. Yeah, that's that's yeah. We, there's your video, your your videos or your map. Mark is probably like zooming in and really good for you, but coming oh, through no. on this, it's like really jumpy. Like, you really? know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, really it's not zooming yeah. out and zooming in real quick. Oh, that's oh, yeah, cool. Sprint car track. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so went, ultimately, the last five minutes of us rambling on, um, they'll get over it. We'll just drive to Windsor and, and go south to Windsor. Drive right over. So, yeah, actually, I was dog training with a gentleman. I forget his name now. Um, it was for the nationals dog training here. Uh, they were held. And uh, that's where he was from just outside of your hometown. He was an older gentleman. Um, but he was dog training. He was up with some friends of mine. Um, they all dog trained together. And uh, yep. so I, I was there and I was like, where are you from? And he, he was telling me he was from Ohio. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I got I." I do some stuff with a with a friend of mine from from Ohio, and he was like, "Oh yeah, where's that?" And I'm like, "I know Ohio's like it's a state, and there's a lot of people yeah. there and and stuff." But he was like, "Oh yeah, I know, I know exactly where that is." He said, "I'm, I'm just," he said, "like I'm 20 miles outside." So yeah, that's cool. So if you see the if you see Toledo and you see the little 75 sign just underneath Toledo, e so yeah. see Toledo. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Zoom in right, right there. Yeah. It's Toledo. Yep, There's so right there. Bowling Green. So okay, so look to your right where it says Bradner. It says 23 yeah. and 6. Yeah. Right, right there. That's where Real Geese is located. Awesome. In Bradner. Yep. So our town, that little town, very small. Um, for anybody that's listening in the States, it's open, you know, as long as we're open, you can come in. I'll give you a tour um, and everything there. Um, you're more than welcome to swing in. Our decoys are sitting on racks. You can see our made. Oh, yep, Real Geese decoys. There you go. Uh, awesome. And so anytime you guys, like I said, anybody, we have that a lot. Some guys will come in and they'll say, hey, is, you know, how do decoys get made here? And we show them and, and uh, it's a pretty cool deal. Um, you know, I'll walk you right through dead nuts of how we do it. Um, and most of the time we have people dropping in and they'll be like, hey, check this out. I and, think, uh, Craig, I think that was something that I noticed um, back before the season started. Like you started putting up videos showing you know your your printers and and the fabric and all this stuff like doing all the work that you guys do and you showing just those little you know those 20 30 second clips i think they were really really popular like there was a lot of people that were really that really dug that and, and thought it was really cool that you were putting those videos on and showing the processes well, and that's the thing I want everybody to realize is, is, you know, we still, we hang our hats on the, you know, made in America and you're getting a lot right now of 
quote unquote made in America, but it's just basically assembled in the United States. Right. It's not made here. Um, so if I can take a video and show our workers making a product that they're going to have, you know, our customers are going to have in their hands in less than a month, they're going to be like, hey, I seen a guy actually making this. Yeah. Um, and, and it's what I want. And, you know, I'm not afraid to show off our technology because everybody has it. I'm not afraid of that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so more, I just wanted the people to have that in depth of, you know, you're walking through a plant, you see what we do. It, it, it's, you know, it, it's not this, you know, glorified multi-billion dollar building. It's just a standard little building. It's, you know, got some roof on it and some steel around it and we print in it. And that's, you know, we're, like I said, I got, I mean, some of the guys that we have working with us, uh, I mean, they're 15, 16, 30 years, um, 21 years um working for us so it's not like we have new guys on staff um yeah we do we have some new guys that we've brought in um we um we about a year and a half ago to maybe two years now we lost uh what we call our goose girl um if you've touched anything from new geese from about 1995 to about 2019 20 she touched it um, she did everything. She packed out every decoy. She put everything away. She boxed everything. Um, unfortunately, she passed away of cancer. Um, so we now have a new, new, uh, new lady that does all this. Um, yeah. And she loves doing it. Um, and we also have Brandy. So if you call into our office, you're going to talk to a real person. You're going to yeah. talk to a person that's literally going to go out and bag or pack out or do whatever you want to do in that decoy. And they're going to do it. It isn't going to be, they're going to pass the buck to six to seven, eight guys um, or some warehouse manager in the back. They're going to do it. So that's the yeah. kind of thing I want customers to have that one-on-one -on -one feeling when they call. Um, and if they call and say, hey, I got a problem with my stuff. I need want to talk to the owner. No problem. I'll be on the phone. No big deal. Um, I want that one-on-one -on -one interaction yeah. um, because there's times that they come out and I've had guys call me and say, hey, why did you do this? Or why don't you do this? And it, yeah, that makes sense. You know, <laughs> and I take it, you yeah. know, and sometimes I get guys calling me, hey, you need to do this. Well, I would love to do a lot of things, but sometimes mathematically yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, but, that, yeah. but when you bring up, you know, you bring up Brandy, right? So, and I know, I know Brandy is, is pretty integral, uh, integral. Yeah. Integral. Um, she's fairly integral, you know, to, to the day-to-day -day operations uh, and, and how everything runs so smooth down there. Right. And I've, and and it is a, it is a testament to to the company, the real geese company, and the family that you've created there, because I've seen you on social media on the on the, the real geese fan page that we're on, and fellas will ask a question, and if you're out of town, like you'll tag Brandy in the post and say, hey Brandy, can you look into this tomorrow, and she's like, yep, yeah, I'm on it, like and and this. It's, it's awesome because it's very transparent, right? And that is, that, that's a term that um, I've been using a lot in the last couple of weeks. And, and I think it's really important. Um, and that is to be transparent. And, you know, you've got Brent here, Brandy, I need you. And then fellows can tag her and add her as a friend and, and whatever. Um, 
but you're making her available just as much as you're available to the to all of your customers, right? So yeah, I mean, and Brandy started off in a floor. I mean, she was a printer and she worked on there. So she's worked on these machines and she's done that and she's graduated up to be in the position she is now. Yeah. Um, so it's on a day-to-day deal that I mean, she literally knows everything that's going on with real geese, everything that's gonna happen, when everything's getting printed. And she deals with the customers calling and complaining. She deals you know, we had a customer and, and he can get mad at me for, you know, saying that I won't say his names, but yeah. he returned one of the bags because it smelled too much. Um, and, and we deal with customers like that. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's, that's a customer, that, you know, they're always that's, right. That's, hey, that's, that's cool. But, and Brady didn't ask questions. Says, Hey, just send me the bag back. And the guy couldn't get it back in a box and, and was struggling. So Randy went out there, grabbed the box, packaged it all up, put a return label on, shipped him a box and we brought it back. Um, and then we would credit him and it was no big deal, but it was that kind of thing that Brandy has grown into, you know, that customer service rep, yeah, you amazing. know, for real geese that, you know, that I, we're really proud of that she's on board. Um, and Tina, um, the other one that you guys start to learn and, and see her yeah. face. Um, she's also taking more of the real geese role as far as doing posts on social media, um, with our actual true real geese page of just her during pack out, you know, people don't realize that every bird that goes out is touched. Every mm-hmm. bird is flipped. Every stake is packed. Um, I can tell you on Thursday, so from Wednesday morning until let's go, I think it was Monday morning, we sold almost 210 dozen shadows. Nice. So you do 210, you know, yeah. and go through it all and start counting how many decoys that is. That's a lot of touching. You yeah. know, so every decoy is touched and it's really cool because Tina goes through it all and does that. So it's, it's really cool. Um, our sales through this weekend was astronomically crazy, um, which is, is a great thing. Um, you know, so sales are going in the right direction. Um, you know, the only problem I'm running into right now is getting, getting materials. Um, yeah. That's and, a big deal. But, and you've been real busy with that. The sorry, Mark, I, I keep uh, jumping in here buddy and i know what uh, you probably got stuff you want to ask but just oh, go ahead i was looking um, at the calculator okay <laughs> um yeah you can do the math <laughs> yeah um shit what was i just gonna say what are we talking about sorry i got all i got all fucked up here uh, i can't uh, it'll it'll come it'll come to it'll me come but <laughs> yeah it'll come back what was the last thing you were saying craig you were saying something oh you're touching all the bees Touching all the all, deep, boys. All, all the packaging. Mark, why do you got to channel locks? What are you trying to break? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a mechanic by trade, so I always have some shit lying around. And if there's tools around me, I, you know. Just grab them. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good set of channel locks. Yeah, it's actual channel locks. <laughs> that's what I said. That's a good shit. That's a good pace. Um, um, so I got so let let's let's switch gears a little bit here, yeah. Craig. Um, no pun intended for your for your racing. Oh no, uh, we're good. <laughs> um, so about a month and a half ago, you send me a message and you say, "All right, what bird dog whiskey is it that you like?" And I yep. think it took me a while to get back to you. And I, and I said to you, I like the peach stuff. And you said, I just bought them all because I'm going to try. <laughs> so you literally I bought every bottle they had. 
I was like, well, was there, there you go. Six different flavors. Seven yeah. Different, I bought yeah. My wife was like, why do you need that much? I'm like, I don't know which one we like, so I got to buy them all. That was and, awesome. And you guys are like, oh, I can't find it. And my wife was like, Craig, there's hundreds of bottles here. And, you know, I ended up walking out of there with a lot of whiskey um, yeah. and bourbon, but it because I really enjoy it but I was like oh man these guys struggle to find this and I'm literally five minutes from my home and there's bottles everywhere yeah and that's and this stuff is good stuff it, it is it is good stuff okay I wanted to get that in because I am shamelessly trying to get bird dog whiskey <laughs> to, to to start selling here in Canada because there is a market for it, and that's what I'm trying to do. So I'll bring up Bird Dog Whiskey so, to try and get them to come in. But I do want to bring up, so there's a lot of rumors out there right now regarding real geese and these V-boards. We brought it up on an episode a while back. Jeff Coates had, had said, hey, yeah. have you heard about real geese and, and V-boards and stuff? And so so give us the give us the skinny, no pun intended, on on <laughs> on v boards so i mean the rumor's true we are working on it um, yeah. i can tell you is that um it's a long long road um you know there's there's so many different things i gotta jump through um there's old patents there's new patents there's people that own patents but never made it and you know a lot of things that i have to do with my team to, to get it the right way yeah. Um, the other part about it is, is making it cost effective. You know, nobody's going to buy a $200 V board. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. just not going to. So absolutely, um, you got to, you got to find a way to do it that way. And then you got to find a way that most of these V boards that I've bought on marketplace or Facebook, I mean, I'm literally on marketplace and random websites and Facebook and all over just buying V boards that were old. And so I could look at them, you know, cause I don't hunt near water. I just don't. Yeah. Um, so this is a new, new thing to me. And so I've gotten V boards that were really old and I'm like, how does this float? Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, so I got it. There's a lot of R and D. Um, I can tell you, I have, um, I have prototypes in hands, um, of them. Um, it's definitely not going to be this season, but it, it's something that I want to shoot for to release next season. Um, it's something that I want to get done. It's something that I think can be done um, if the supply chain continues. Yeah. Um, something you can, you can source? You can yeah. source it locally or? Um, within locally, yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of all over the board. It's still in stateside, but it, it's not, um, you know, everything we do um, decoy-wise minus the bags um, is done within two hour radius of real geese. Almost everything. Our plastic, um, everything is made here. Not like made in Idaho or made in Texas. It's made here and it's here. All my boxes, my labels, my inks, everything. You know, so the farthest thing I get is my inks and that's made in Cincinnati. Um, so it, it's, I try to do that, but on this case, it's just, there's a lot of molding. Um, the molds are the most expensive part. So how they make this is you, it's basically like your, your toys that your, your kids used to have, or, or you got anything that's plastic that's not thermal formed, it's injection molded. Um, so they take a bunch of resin, melt it down to almost liquid, shove it in this mold. The mold basically gets cold and you got a part. 
Um, some trimming is involved in, in a lot of things, but a lot of V boards and the designs that you're doing, all three legs are different. So with that meaning said, you have three different molds. Every mold costs such and such dollars. So to get that back, I'm going to have to sell a lot of them. So there's a lot of, I got to like kind of balance this out. Plus I want to field test them for a year or at least for some point to see how they're going to hold up. So I'm trying to do all this at one time. And I'll be honest you right now is not the time to be doing this um, because, you know, shipping and, and getting materials because now you're talking, you know, fiberglass is not the greatest. And then now you're talking about some other plastic that you're throwing glass and you're throwing these other particles in for a filler to keep it cheap and it's not great. So uh, there's a lot of, it's a hurdle, but um, the rumors of us working on it um, and having prototypes in hand are true. Um, they will fit um, every decoy um, that's manufactured, not only by real geese, but by everybody else. Um, so you'll be able to, if, if, you know, you run any of our competitors, buy it. I don't, if, if you want yeah. to put it, I don't care what you do with it, you yeah. know? So it, it, it's going to be something that, you know, I really like. Um, it folds flat into one stick. Um, so you've got to put a bunch of them in a canoe or your boat and, and go down the road and, you know, throw a dozen of them out. And you're good to go or throw a half dozen out. And you're good to go. So um, I can't tell you exactly when I'm going to be able to show even the prototype. Um, but I, I can confirm the rumors that they are they are in process. Um, it's something that real geese has never done, but uh, yeah. it's something that I can't wait to you know, have something that's not decoy related on our website that I can say, hey, that's an accessory. Yeah, good point. Um, so, so the the point that I had, that I had forgot to make, and thanks, Mark, because you're the, you brought it up, was um, at the beginning of the season you really went on this big push of trying to source as much like you really put in some some hours and some travel time of trying to find locally source like even so much as your stakes. And and your and your fabrics and and your inks and and everything, right? So, um, it really is. It it's really cool, and I hope our listeners are really starting to, um, you know, it's starting to percolate in in their brains right now. You know that that nothing is is like you just can't turn this stuff on and in, in days. It it's months and months that it takes in order to pull this stuff off right so i mean i i can tell you it took me nine months just to develop the eclipse series just to develop it not even to make wow so that was nine months in the making of trying to figure out a best way to make that cloth stick to the corrugated plastic well enough and to be able to take our shadow prints and now completely invert it because our shadow prints are printing white ink on black now it's white so now I got to take black ink and print it on white. So it's a completely different, like 180 and it's not that easy. Um, and, and that's the biggest challenge I had. And then getting, um, you know, the cloth and getting it stuck to corrugated plastic because our Pro 2 is in that material is much different. It doesn't have the flutes in it to where the glue is going to sit in the little reservoirs. Uh, Cause we do all that gluing, all that cloth right in house. So, you know, I don't get to send it to some get random place and say, hey, figure it out. It's me right. figuring it out, my, my yeah. team figuring it out. And I got some people that they can laminate anything you want to laminate to anything. And it's amazing how well they got it. They got it right. 
Um, and the Eclipse, I think, is, is a viable option. You don't want the cheapest model, but you don't want to go spend the money on the mag lights. I get it. Um, and you have an in-between that, you know, again, on our gloss meter, um, it's, you know, your average decoy competitively across the market, um, and I'm talking corrugated decoys, um, is about a 4.0 to a 6.0. Um, now put it to your shine on a car, it's around 90, 80 to 90. So your gloss, if you put it on a car, is 80 to 90. Jeez. Um, and then what we do is a gloss meter. It's so hold on, crazy. hold on. So I gotta, I gotta, we gotta reel this yep. back in. So, because I've heard this so much. So first off, I need to, to, to preface this that I'm not a, a, a big goose hunter, right? Like I'm a duck hunter and I spend mm -hmm. most of my time hunting over water. Okay. So I've got that out there. Now I've heard it said so many times that, uh, no, they're too shiny. The, the decoys are too shiny. The, the, too shiny, too shiny. So now if you're saying that a car, and so a car is at around 80 to 90 on your, on your shine meter. I'm not going to use that fancy word, but on the shine meter that you have. But then you're saying every, even, so real geese is, is below, but even all the other decoys that are on yeah. the market are around a four to a six. Yeah, if, if it's over 10, I, it, there, it, I would be surprised. I mean, I have, I mean, it's no secret. We all have each other's decoys. I have every decoy on the market in our right. building. So, um, and I test them. And, and it's crazy to realize that. So, <laughs> so what I'm getting at is like, there can't be, like when fellas are saying they're shine, if you're comparing it to 80 and 90 from a car, which is shine, I get it. But if you're at four to six, that's no shine, really, right? Wait, wait. The problem here is, is we're looking for shine. That's what they're looking for. You're going to find it. it. It's impossible. Okay. It is, it's, it's, astro it's physically, physically impossible to get rid of zero shine on any surface because it, it's going to reflect something. Always. Right. Okay. Shine meter that we have sends a beam of light at an at a 85 degree angle, and then it measures the reflectivity. And now here's, I'll blow your mind even more. So Pro 2s and our Eclipse series. So most people think that, again, our gloss is really, is about the four or five. Nothing leaves our building over five, but our Pro 2 materials and our Eclipse are 0 0.04. So they're not even a halfway to one. And okay. I mean, that's, that's why we patented and it, it's a, it's a phenomenal item. Now, obviously you pay for the, the technology, but oh, of course. Um, it, it, it's really cool to see that. And again, a lot of people ask me about the shine and I ask them, are you looking for it? If you're looking for it, you're going to see it. Right. Um, no matter what you are. And I don't care if it's a full body. I don't care if it's a, if it's your gun at the end of the thing, you're going to find it. Yeah. Um, you know, and then that's one thing that we take pride in and, and our guys, every, Every batch that we make, if you look at our decoys um, on there, will give you a manufacturing date. Yep. That manufacturing date is tied back to a bunch of numbers in our system. We can tell you what ink, what batch of ink, what material was ran, what cloth was ran, what press was on, and what individual within our building ran it. 
um, and we know exactly what the, we keep a retain of every sheet. Um, so like today we ran another, we ran 500 sheets of just standard, um, shadows. So one, so 499 get passed, one gets set to basically our prototype room and we just use it and go back to reference. Um, so, um, when it comes down to that, if there's a lot of technology involved in it, but, um, we still are talking about a bird with the, the size, you know, of, of a brain with the size of a pea. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes I overthink we analysis and overanalyze it, but there's still a lot of technology when it comes to just making a goose. Of course. I mean, you, 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 we all talk about these animals having brains the size of a pea, but they can be educated. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. They know, they know what's, what's dangerous and what's not. And if they see something that shine is something that puts them off. And I've seen shine put them off. I've done enough of it. Uh, yeah. They'll just stop at 80 yards and turn and go. <laughs> so it does make a big difference when you take the time to hide and, mm -hmm. and have the right spread. So if you're paying attention to little details, you add all that up and that's going to make for a better opportunity to hunt. Oh yeah, by far. Um, but yeah, the, you know, we go into our products and, and we go to that. Our, our biggest, our pro series is, is our Cadillac. Everybody knows that our pro twos, um, you know, and, I mean, 30, 35 years, I mean, people have them on decoys. Um, and that's a long time on a bag, you know, bag of silos. Um, you know, so it, it gets there. Um, you know, I can, you know, kind of come out and say it up front that we are working on a pro series bag um, that will be made in the States. Um, it is going to be carry the name of the pro series. It's going to be more expensive, but I can tell you it's even better than the bag we got now. Um, it's got a better magnet clip that I found. Um, it's built, um, right in Dayton, Ohio, um, made by a hundred percent or almost, and I don't know what the percentage is, but it's like 95 to hundred percent American products. Um, and you know, I posted on a real geese fan page. I was down there and I, I did a complete tour of walking through the building. It's really cool. Um, you know, I don't know if I'll release it for this season. It might be next season after I field yeah. test it, but this bag is something else. Um, it's even better than the bag I got, but obviously it's going to cost more. But again, yeah. we have customers that they want to spend more money on a better bag. And this bag has better clips. It's better designed. Um, I've had a lot of people on, um, our real geese fan page, which I'm looking at right now, cause I asked for some questionnaires, um, is, a lot of them, and I don't know how you guys feel about it, but they want a backpack bag. They want to be able to take this bag and make it like a backpack. I guess, so it's something yeah, we've, I could see it. We've, we've looked into just having an accessory that you would buy that clips on both ends and you just mm -hmm. wear it like a backpack. Um, so there's going to be some things that's changing to it. Um, you know, and I think that it's going to be um, something that is a game changer because now we're going to be able to offer you an economic bag and yeah. a full-on bag that I don't have to worry about being on a boat. And, and that's like, and that has to be, so, you know, if, you, if you're within the waterfowl hunting community or, or uh, how can I put this? If you're in the business of, of creating products for waterfowl hunters, A, there's always going to be someone that, that something that you make doesn't fit their hunt 
specifically, mm-hmm. right? So there's always going to be that. There's no way to please everybody. And there's so many different ways to hunt and get to your 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 spot. Um, so trying to conform to everybody and trying to make a product that the majority of people will like is 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 hard, right? So but if you're continually you know trying to get your head wrapped around and to come up with these products like we we've talked about it on this show numerous numerous times what else is there like you use the word game changer right so like there can't be many more game changers out there because we pushed so far so like when when robo ducks came out those were those were game changers right and i'm not taking anything away from from the bag because i i do believe that that you have um you have the customer base that you have a group of people that are like listen this is what i'm i'm willing to spend on a bag um to carry my silhouettes and then you have another group that's like listen i i like that bag but I want something that's a little bit bigger. I want something that's a little bit more durable because I'm out 70, 80 days a year and, and I'm hurt on my gear. So you need that. So for a business owner and somebody that like it has to be, and, and I don't mean, I'll say stressful, but stressful is probably too strong of a word, but it has to be a little bit hard to try and, constantly come up with this game changer and it is uh and that's why i got a team that they come up with ideas and i yeah. and that's one of the other things that i listen to you know people like on our fan page yeah you know, i don't look on there and be like what do you guys think what you know and and getting the information from you guys and, and getting it from anybody that does this you know i want the hunter down the road that that work that you know shoots decoy or shoots geese a mile away from real geese to walk in and say hey i got an idea yeah. You know, and, and if anybody's ever called real geese and, and asked said, hey, I got an idea I want somebody to pay attention to, I'll listen to you, you know, and then I normally can come up with a problem or two of why we can't manufacture it or, or it might not work. Um, and or there's times that <laughs> that's a good idea. Why don't you swing into the office, um, yeah. you know, type thing. So I am open to all kinds of ideas and all kinds of things that come across. And, and I want that. It only takes one major game changer to flip a company around um right you know to, to to make that holy moly put it on the map um and i think you know you can keep hitting these these little things like we're doing and, and again we get that pressure um of making new product making this or making that or making that and in certain cases sometimes it's good to do yeah. that but sometimes it's not because you're not yeah. focusing on what you're doing um you know just like this year we came out with an economic black duck and an economic mallard mm-hmm. and all we did is realize that hey you know our material is very hard to get right now that is of that why don't we use it of the same shadow material and then mm-hmm. we did it you know it wasn't anything innovative but right. i've sold out of them already yeah and you know materials coming and, and we're gonna knock it out here soon anyway but it, it's those little things that were that and it's a new product and people love new things. They love this new shiny car that came across the board. And for yeah. us, it's not a lot of work, but it's something new. Um, you know, and we go back to a lot of different things of, you know, trying to come up with that greatest invention. 
and, and we haven't hit that yet. I, uh, I'm working on, I'm working on something that I've been working on for now it's a year and a half um, that I, I won't release and nobody knows about it. It's just, and that would be a game changer for realies. Um, but it's, it's something I haven't perfected and I've thrown it away. I've said, I don't want to do this anymore. And I've, but yet you keep coming and, back. <laughs> and I keep going back. back to it because I'll walk by it in the shop and I'll be like, oh man, you know what? I can make that. Or we found some <laughs> new technology or we found some new ink that, you know, creates it. And that's the thing that, you know, we're constantly evolving by having our dealers come in and say, hey, we got this thing. We got this and, and we got this new ink um, that's even duller. Um, yeah. you know, because the, the, the clear coat that we put on our decoys, nobody has access to, um, that is a 100% in-house mixed, basically a bunch of components that make it dull. Um, mm -hmm. and, and nobody can do it. Um, it's not that they don't have act, they, they can't do it because they don't know how it's just, they don't have access to the chemicals right. um, to be able to do it. And that's one thing that we take pride in. And sometimes I walk in and I, you know, my guys have free form of my printers to try pretty much anything. So I'll walk in and these guys are printing some random geese and they're printing some stuff on it. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? We're trying to make it duller or we're trying to make it this. We're trying to make it this. And we've come up with some crazy concoctions that didn't work. We've tried to set the building on fire. Um, you know, we've done a lot of things that, you know, you wouldn't, if you walked into our building some days, you're like, man, these guys sell decoys. What is going on? <laughs> and, and it's sometimes funny to be able to do that because you do have to go through those R&D processes. I mean, this first bag I got, you guys would laugh. Yeah. I mean, it lasted I'm about sure. two and a half minutes and it was ripping and tearing and falling apart. And, you know, in the first corrugated decoy I got, I couldn't even fold it or I couldn't even bend it if it's folded into six different spots. The first wires I got, you guys knew the, fe I mean, if you ever bought yeah. them, the first feather light wires were absolute junk, Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, since then we've progressed and made better and better and better. And, and, you know, that's one thing I take pride in that we consistently go to work, not settling for, okay, we have a product that's good. I want to make it great. I want to make a product that you can't not have. Craig, and, and this isn't to, to put you on the spot and, and for you to throw anybody under the bus, but with you guys being in the U.S. now, and, and I get it, like there's some things you, you've got to go at a state or at a country in order to get done, right? But you're afforded a, a luxury where you can do all of your art, like you don't have to send away for a sample. You're making your sample yourself and, and testing it right there, right? Like you don't, there's not this, okay, okay, um, we got to make this new thing. I want to try this out. We got to send it overseas. They got to make it. Then they send it back. We make our adjustments, go back and forth. All the, and that's time, right? That That's a lot of time, a lot of man hours um all of that stuff but you have a luxury where you know you've got a solid team you've got you've got your business right there um that has to be and again i'm not looking for you to throw anybody under the bus but i would think that there's not a lot of businesses that's able to do as much in-house that you do yeah i mean I, I would challenge other ones to, to be able to say they can do more. 
Great. Um, you know, it's not saying, you know, that if, if you would have drove by our place six months ago, you would have seen our new economic decoys of the mallards and black ducks sitting in our lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll literally stick them out front and let them sit there for six months. And that's my, you know, some of our testing, you know, it is no different. And, and our, we live in a, like I said, a real small little community and people walk by and go, what are those? And I'm like, don't worry about it. The prototypes, leave them alone. You know, and, and our guys, we mow around them. We mow through them. We blow grass on them. We, you know, let them sit out there in the wind, the hail, you know, and yeah. I, I have that because I can test right in house. You know, now we still send them off to my guys. I still have my select few of about 10 guys that I'll send proto- prototypes to. And I'm yep. like, hey, when you get them, send them back because they can't go anywhere. That's um, right. You know, and that's the, the one of the cool things that I liked about having is, is we, we can build right here in house. And, you know, I get frustrated like these bags. That was like a stake in my heart when we, you know, I, there was nothing I could do. And, you know, it's nothing I can, I can't yell at my guys to make them faster where right. everything in our house i'm like man we, we gotta make this better or i'll go to our supply manufacturer just to boxes it's like listen mm-hmm. guys your boxes aren't cutting it let's fix this yeah. um you know and that's the one thing that i love about working for a small little group of guys and, and girls and, and brandy's the first one she'll test you you know she'll be she we got some stakes in not too long ago and they were subpar mm-hmm. and she didn't even have to tell me she went right to the manufacturer and says listen this isn't working you gotta yeah. fix this and you know, and I can be honest and open, we got, uh, you know, I think it was like 5,000 snow geese um, wires and they weren't coded right. So we sent them right back to the manufacturer to manufacture. Yeah, that's subpar, we'll fix it. And, you know, that is all built right there. And, you know, and that's the great thing about doing our own testing is, is I've gotten, I've got new wires, get new wire ideas um, yeah. of how to make them so they don't slip down on the decoy and how they don't do those kind of things. And I can have a prototype built in three or four days. Um, I mean, I had a custom bag built by guys in Dayton in seven days. It was a custom bag, one off. I only have one of them. And he made it and said, here you go. And, you know, so those are the kind of things that's really cool about having these close relationships with small businesses. Everyone that I deal with is not a global company. They're not a power five. They're, They're very small little companies like us that have a CEO that does about 19 things in a day. They try to fit 26 hours in a 24 hour day. And I love that, you know, because it could be seven o'clock on a Friday night and I'm calling him saying, Hey, where's my stuff? Or why did this go wrong? And he picks up the phone. It's not a, I got to call another country, wait, you know, a 12 hour period and and go that way. So I love that kind of one-on-one deal. Um, You know, and that's one of the kinds of things that hang my hat on. Um, And you kind of talk about our other companies and and I've said this openly, um, it'll never happen, but I would love um, to have a round table or a just a friendly discussion whether it's on youtube whether we go to some shot show or whatever with all the manufacturers of silhouettes just sit in a circle yeah you know we we have that in the racing industry who makes chassis manufacturers and they sit around a table they're competitors but they just talk about okay how did you know supply and chain demand why did you do this and you know nobody's throwing anybody under the bus it is mm-hmm. a good conversation to have because you know, a lot of people think that I might dislike this company or I might dislike this company. I don't dislike any of them. They all make product. Yeah. They all make good product. I'm not mad at any of them. You mm-hmm. know, they're actually challenging me to be better. That's right. You know, and that's what I want. And, you know, for, and I would love to have an opportunity to where we had a sit down where we had all these guys, you know, 
the top guys at each company sit down and just have a great conversation. And half the time, the sprint car guys and the race car guys, they leave with more knowledge of how to, oh, man, you did that? I might be able to help you with that. You know, right. and you actually build a relationship rather than this, you know, kind of like this going on. You know, we don't need that. No. Um, and, and Real Beast doesn't have any beef with any company. And, and I've said that publicly. I don't have any beef with any company and I don't ever want to have any. And I've never had a reason to. So, you know, that's the one thing that I would love to have. And, and that's how open I am about things of, of you know, just awesome. coming in and, and just come in and say hi. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask you this, um, because it's been brought up a few times about, you know, how you're trying to source everything and, and, and be, you know, uh, made in America and stuff. Um, with the last year and a half and, and the world being turned upside down and, and your, and especially a, a company like real geese and, and the supply and demand, um, you know, are you seeing more of a demand for American made. Now, I, I got to preface this with, with the fact that I, I understand there's going to be, everybody's going to want American made, but are they willing to pay the, the, the little bit extra that it, that it takes to have it made? So I, I like to throw around the term North American made um, mm -hmm. um, because I, I, but Canada's manufacturing has went the way of the dodo in the last few words, uh, last few years. Yeah. But, um, and, and I hear, right. I hear people say, well, I wish we didn't have to go overseas. Well, you don't have to go overseas. It can be done here. It's just, it's going to cost more to do it here because that's just the way life is. So are you seeing a, more, I guess, openness to it being made in America, made in North America, and adding that North American price tag to it. Are you seeing more people open to that vice going overseas? I think so, but I think sometimes that we're, we're talking about a generation um, of new goose hunters and duck hunters and hunters in general that are really young. Yeah. And I don't know, they don't have that... It's not American pride. I don't want to use that. It's, right. They don't. They just. They just want the product. They don't care where it comes from. They just don't. Right. And I think it's more readily available now. And I think if you ask me, over the last six months, I've seen an increase in sales because we have it on our shelf. Right. Um, I don't know other companies, and I don't know how they sit. But if if you're importing stuff, you know, I know the cost of getting a, you know, an entire shipment of product from China to here or any other companies, Indonesia or wherever you're getting it from, has risen 300%. So now American companies that just you just turned down is now competitive. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. It's $35,000 for a shipment from China to the United States for one container. And, you know, and you got to have and a that, lot and of that, bitcoins on there to make it worth and, it. And that's what I was going to say. Like, that's like, you have to recover that cost, right? Like, yeah. or else you'd Somewhere. be a pretty shitty, or else you'd be a pretty shitty business if, if you didn't, right? You wouldn't be able to survive. So yeah, and you've got to recover think, that money. Yeah. In some cases, I think they're, you know, a lot of the other companies or any company in this matter, they either saw this coming or they didn't do it at all. 
So, right. you know, nobody's dumb enough to go out and do, you know, go out and buy a bunch of stuff right now and try to ship it over here because you'll never remove the cost. So I think a lot of it is going to come full circle that the companies that we're outsourcing are now looking stateside or even North America right. side because I think they're now looking for other options because getting it from any other country in the United States is an absolute disaster, even in Canada. Um, mm. You know, when that was, uh, was kind of a mess, my first question is, is do I got to pay more to have that boat take my product to Canada first to get yeah. offloaded because oh. the, you know, to yeah. get offloaded, I'll pay the duties to get it back here because it's cheaper. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of things that I was trying to look at it through logistics ways, you know, of how do I make this better in, and you know, the North American made, you know, thing that I hang my hat on is not easy. Um, no. A lot of people will go and resource it to three or four different companies and that's it. They just realize they can't do it. Our, I can tell you the, the bag manufacturer that I finally found in Dayton. I went through 113 bag, bag manufacturers in the United States before I found this one. That's and due I found diligence. This one, and honestly, I found this one because of our Real Geese fan page. Oh, wow. A random uh, a guy I'm, that's on there said, hey, I got a buddy that works in, in Dayton. He makes these bags all the time. Send him a message, see what he says. I set up a meeting, went down there, and it worked. And there's a lot of things like that that's community that's helping us because these are these little businesses that don't spend millions of dollars yeah. on social media or they don't spend millions of dollars on any kind of, um, you know, Google, you know, Google mm -hmm. bag manufacturers. They're not the first ones to pop up, but they're the little ones down there that can bust their tail, get it done and get it done for the right price. And it is more expensive, but now that shipping and the cost of things, getting them imported is risen. Mm -hmm. it's offsetting that now I, there's a kind of a, sh a silver lining to all this and that's the case is this cost importing now is starting to offset the cost of american made it's a silver lining into yeah. a complete and utter disaster um, right if you want me to be honest with you but you know will this change things and in, in, in going back to the original question i think there's there is there and i yeah. there are still a lot of our customers that call and say i only buy because you're american made um, and, but I think we're growing that and we're growing it because we have the supply. Um, that's very rare and very, very, it's very rare that Ruggies is out of stock. Very rare. If it, if they were out of stock, something's wrong. Um, and, um, and I'm open and honest about that. And that's the case that if you call and we don't have it, I'm just going to tell you, we don't have the plastic and I can't get it. Um, I can tell you honestly, pro two material is 33 weeks for manufacturing. Wow. So, and, and that's, you know, the, the, it's, it's impressive that, you know, you know, you're being honest and stuff like that, but I hope so. So a couple of things that just in, in the very brief um, amount of time where I was manufacturing stuff or I was having mm -hmm. stuff manufactured for me, I guess I wasn't actually doing it. Um, so, so first off nylon in North America and nylon <laughs> in overseas is two totally different things so yep. first off you need to realize that so i was and and what brought this on it was was about a week or two ago on one of the local facebook uh pages here in ontario um and it was it was talking exactly that right it was talking about fellas were saying you know what i i don't know why we can't make this stuff 
and and what it was was the um the shipping and the duties coming from the states in the canada right so that was that was the topic so why can't we make this in canada so i jumped on and i was like we totally can do this in canada but the canadian consumer isn't willing to to pay canadian prices i said it can be done just like it can be done down in the states it can be done here in canada i said but you guys and and this isn't a slag against anybody but the majority of my friends and and they are salt of the earth blue collar hard work and earn every goddamn dollar that they got if, if they can save enough for for 24 beer then that's what they're going to do that's their mentality right like if, if it's going to save me enough that i can get a two four beer in my fridge on the weekend then 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 that's what it's going to be right so but what people don't understand is like not only it's cheaper for a reason and and that's what people need to understand so and i, I don't know if that's coming out the right way as i'm no, talking um but the very first thing and this is what i do know is that nylon overseas and nylon in North America are two very, very different beasts. Um, and that's something that I hope our listeners um, could get educated on. But when you talk about, um, you know, trying to make it uh, American made, North American made, uh, Ohio made, whatever. And, and you say that there's a group of people Listen, when I was 18 and 19 years old too, I went whatever was the cheapest because oh, yeah. I had very little money um, and whatever I could get my hands on, um, that's that's the way it was. That that comes with the, and to steal a term from Ryan, the maturation of, of an individual. Um, because as I'm older now, listen, I'll pay the extra 40 bucks for something if it's going to last me longer than a season because i don't want to have to go out and a break on me and and then i got to replace it or i got to order it and now i'm out even longer right so um anyways we're we're getting close there's a couple things we got to get through yep. mark is there anything buddy um we really just use you for your computer savvy skills tonight and sharing your screen no that's all good uh just expanding a little bit on what you're going on about uh, sourcing things overseas. A yep. lot of companies source things overseas, not, not only to, uh, I wouldn't say their main motivation is to sell something cheaper. The main motivation is to have a, a, a larger profit margin. Yep. Yep. There's a, I, there's a lot of stuff we're buying that's made in, in different Asian countries. That's still not cheap, but the amount of profit made by the company selling us has yeah. gone way up. Right. So, so that's that's another driving force behind some of these and when that's their main goal yeah is to just to create more profit for themselves then which which is i'm not against that i'm just saying that the quality of the product is not always going to be the that's the driving right. the driving uh, oh yeah force yeah the driving factor yeah yeah, I mean, yeah no, no good point Ooh, yeah, I mean, it, it, but if you own a business and you can make more money doing the same thing, why would you not? I mean, it, it's yeah. not, I, I don't blame anybody for doing it. It's just, yeah, you know, you start, you start looking at that and you are exactly right. I mean, it, it is a driving force. I mean, money talks. I mean, there's no, nobody, nobody tells you differently. 
um, whether it's Canadian dollars, or United States dollars, which, you know, the United States dollar is about useless right about now. So um, it, it makes it even worse. So, oh, well, well, don't, don't come, don't come north of the 49th parallel there, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, I do have two things. I do have, yeah. actually, I got three things. One, you talked about a 24. What the hell's a 24? So, a 24. <laughs> so, so in, so in Canada, when you go to the, when you go to the beer store to buy beer and you say, I'm going to buy a case of beer, a case yeah. of beer is 24 beer. You don't buy you less. 24 of them. Yeah, you get 24 beer, except in Newfoundland. No, yeah, in Newfoundland. Yeah, in Newfoundland, where Mark and I are from, a case of beer is 12. But anywhere, I, I would say anywhere else in the country, um, a case of beer is 24 beer. So usually, so like if, so if, if you were living in, in Canada, Craig, and you invited me and you said, okay, Damien, we're doing a, an all day barbecue tail we're doing a tailgate there's just a football game we're tailgating we're we're barbecuing all day if i showed up with 12 beer you would make fun of me because why are you only showing up with 12 why wouldn't you show up with 24 we're here all day so there's two reasons for this one the guy is cheap and he doesn't want to buy 24 beer or or the other reason would be is that he knows he won't drink all 24 beer and he doesn't want to leave any at your house. That's the other reason. Mark's laughing because he knows what I'm saying is 100% right. So, so anyways, we, we have tw we have 12, we have 18 and we have 30 packs. So 30 packs, so we'll get 30 packs, but it's like special occasions. So like Canada Day, like you can get a 30 pack, um, you know, uh, May two, four weekend, which is, you know, the queen's birthday. Um, so that, that's a special occasion in Canada. So there's usually, and that's the May two fours, like they say, that's the start of summer, right? So there's yep. always special, so you can get 30 packs then, but ordinarily like 30 packs aren't the norm. 24 is oh, the norm. If you go to Quebec here, you can get uh, 48 and 60 packs. Yeah, Jesus. So you know Costco. So yeah. in, in Quebec, Costco in Quebec, it's it's almost a buck of beer. So you go in there and they and they're cute. It's like a cube of beer. It's like sixty <laughs> cans of beer, and it's in this cube, and it's like seventy bucks. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. It like yeah. It's like when you got a friend driving through Quebec, you're like hey. How, how close are you going to be to a Costco? So, okay. So that was so, one thing. So you this, got two other things. Yep. So the second thing is I'm going through my um, Arugis fan page and I was reading a couple of them. Um, uh, Brian asked me, so what is my favorite real geese decoy? Um, my favorite is Mag Lights because that's the original. Um, that's the old school kick it, um, easy to, for me to make. Um, I got some that are, I mean, I still have some that were made in Washington, um, that have 1990 stamps on. Um, if any of our customers come across those, those are collector's items. Don't, I mean, you can use them, but, um, if you call me and say, you've got some of those, I might trade you, um, for some bag lights. <laughs> so, 
Um, cause those aren't, they, you know, they lasted a long time, but we didn't make a lot of them in Washington. Um, and it's a pretty cool little collector's item. Um, so, uh, Mike Smith asked, uh, set up any different for solos versus full bodies. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't use full bodies. So that'd be a Mark question. Um, you know, it'd be more of a thing that I, I, I mean, I, does it use them and he just lets me set them around his and we have our own little due deal and we go around the thing and we, we work. Um, yeah. I don't have any issues with setting them inside of them. I set them the same way I would if I had a full body, I'm guessing. I, I, I don't know. I said yeah. I've never used them. I mean, as Mark, is that, is that fair to say that? I've used them blended and uh, I, I, I'm a fan of using the full bodies on the outside if you're going to blend them. Just uh, just for that extra dimension on the outside, if you're gonna have it, so that when when they're down, when when geese are going up high or circling around, because we you know when they circle around mm -hmm. the edge of decoys, which happened to us uh, a yeah. week and a half ago, Jamie, they would yeah. we would have geese that would circle and circle and circle, and and I and I don't know what they were sizing up, but it would take them forever to actually commit, and uh, maybe a, a full body on the outside just to give a little more dimension on the outside, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, if you're going to blend them, that'd be my plan. Awesome. Um, and then Matthew Hicks asked about future developments. We already talked about the D board, so that's good. Yeah. Um, Chris, Chris asked, uh, what do you find the ideal distance apart between decoys? I use five steps. It can be five steps. It can be four steps. It can be six steps. Um, Bill, um, so when I was, yeah, so when I was setting them up the other day with Phil, so I was trying to do, so, you know, the, like the T. So I was doing a bunch of the T and then Phil, Phil said to me, no, let's not do that. Let's do every three to four feet, um, put in a, put in a silhouette. And I was like, yep. okay, so that's, that's what we done. We did every three to four feet, eh, Mark? But I had yep. a bunch, I had a bunch at like that T, um, just to give it that, that dimension, like Mark is talking about, um, but Phil's like, no, no, don't, don't worry about it. Just every, every three to four feet, um, stick one in, um, obviously not all facing the same direction and stuff like that, but, um, and it, and it worked. Yeah. Yep. And the last one is, is, uh, do you go out hunting much or do you, or at all? <laughs> Let's hear some stuff about me. No, I don't get out hunting much. Um, <laughs> I, I got two kids. I coach girls basketball. Um, I race, um, and you know, between the businesses that I don't, I would love to do it and get more when I get older. I want to, my dad's finally getting more retired. Um, I hope he goes and hunts some more. Um, we shoot on Sundays, some, you know, sporting clays, clay pigeons type things, but it's nothing that, you know, I don't get to spend a lot of time out in the field. I want to, it's just, I just don't have time. Um, you know, so, um, I don't do that. I mean, like I said, I, I right now I'm hot and heavy in, in coaching girls varsity basketball, which I enjoy. Um, I love doing it. If you follow me on, on uh, Facebook um, or, or Twitter, you'll see me retweet a lot of things like that. You can kind of check in on me, but that's something I've done for now. I'm on 15 years. So I've been doing it a long time um, and I enjoy that. So, um, so that would be number two. So I think I answered all the questions. Um, I wanted to add a little bit of a tweak in it. Um, cause a lot of people ask, you know, questions after the show. Um, and I'm like, it's too late now. Yeah. So yep. the third thing is, is since you've probably watched uh, the listeners on podcasts, or if you've watched this on YouTube, you're, um, you're dived into it pretty deep, which we appreciate. 
um, or I appreciate even more. Um, when this releases, um, you can use the uh, promo code Punisher and that'll get you 30% off our entire store. Um, it'll be good for 48 hours. Um, so when you hear this, listen to the show, um, comment on their social media, say that you're, what you're getting, kind of a cool thing. Um, it'll be good. I can't offer free shipping, but we can do the, the 30% off. Uh, it's a pretty good deal right now on a lot of our stuff. Um, get you some, you know, some shadows or get you some eclipse and, and get you a new bag and 30% off to, um, you can fill up a lot of spread with that way and be good to go. Yeah. Awesome, buddy. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, so, so everybody listening, um, this, this will air Mark. Um, what are we looking at? When will this air buddy? I'm sorry. Monday or you're going to do it earlier. No, it'll, it'll air on Monday. So like Mondays, cause that's, that's a good yeah. thing for me. Cause I put my pod or my earplugs in yeah. and I walk around the yeah. building. So the six, so, yep. so the six, six of December, this, this episode, uh, obviously, you know, you're listening to it right now. Um, so the 6th of December, um, this is when this will air. So you have uh, 48 hours. So until the we'll 8th. Yeah. Yep. So we'll make this a little easier, just depending on when it gets out to the public. We'll make this to the 9th of December. It's good. Till the okay. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, and if you, it, make sure that people are listening. Don't post it anywhere. Make sure people are listening to the show that they, you know, listen all the way through it and, and yep. get a good laugh out of it of us goofy kids, you know, up here <laughs> talking about decoys. Absolutely. No, appreciate it. So listen, obviously, everybody that's listening and watching um, up until the 9th of December, obviously, um, awesome for you to get some uh, extra Christmas shopping done. 30% off, um, an, an amazing discount. And especially to our so to our American friends, um, awesome for you guys, because then you don't have to worry about that, that shipping. But to our Canadian friends, you know what, that 30% off will offset your shipping costs and and a little bit more right so eat excellent opportunity for for you to get that last minute that uh, christmas shopping in um craig buddy uh we can't thank you enough for everything that you and real geese have done for us and and you know really you know stepping up and and coming to us and saying you wanted to be a part of the show way back when it first started and Last week uh, on the last episode, Phil and I had talked about it, and and I'm hoping by the time the sixth of December comes and this show airs, we'll be at ten thousand uh, ten thousand downloads just on our podcast alone. And and Merck and I have talked about it, and and Craig, we talked about it before we started recording. You know, um, when we came up with this idea, ten thousand downloads, I was a bit of a pipe dream, I think, and, and something that we really didn't know if we were ever going to be able uh, to, to pull it off. And here we are at episode 75. And, and that is in due a lot of thanks to, to you and Real Geese and, and the amount of support that, that you've put behind us. Um, it says a lot about you and your company and your team. And I can tell you, um, just in the dealings of the people that have you know, come through us to go to you to buy product. They are extremely happy with the customer service that they've got. So, and obviously, um, 
we wouldn't be a part, we wouldn't have continued a relationship if, if our, if our listeners weren't being satisfied and they are extremely satisfied. So I can't thank you enough. And I'll, I'll say that on behalf of, uh, of Dave, myself, Merck, Ryan, and Phil. Um, so thank you very much for all of that. Um, what was, so there was another thing I wanted to say. So we got the promo code. That's good. 10,000 10, downloads. Everybody, um, we'll do a round table here and I'll just get this edited away. But I can't thank everybody enough for all of the downloads, all of the views that you're watching. We really are creating something that is very, very different in the waterfowling world in North America. And that is being real and transparent and not hiding anything and just being the real people that everybody is. And, and if you haven't figured it out yet, all of these companies, real geese and, and duck lander calls and, and all these are not multi-million billion dollar companies. And, and they, they really are a customer driven um, company that you can reach out and you're going to talk to a real person. It is not a faceless organization. And, and I really want you guys to all understand that even though you think that these are massive, massive companies. Um, if you listen to Craig tonight, it is a family and that is the way it's treated. And that is the way that they view themselves. So listen, um, don't be a douchebag when you call and, and you're asking for stuff that just understand that they're human and, and they're not a multi-billion dollar company. So stop being douchebags. Not that any of you are, but I'm just throwing it out there. Um, quick round the table, Mark to you first, we'll give Craig the last word and then we'll, we'll end it right there. Mark. Great seeing you again, Craig. Great chatting. Um, yeah. Bringing always a, a wealth of new information on what's going on with your business. I love hearing about it. Uh, have you been following the Packers much this year? Yeah, I know you kicked the butt of my Cincinnati Bengals, so I know that was a rough. Uh, I was going <laughs> to give you a little text about it because I, I, it was the game that we missed 18 field goals to win the game, and neither one of us wanted to win. And I've had a rough going of football. My Buckeyes lost to our rivals uh, last week. Um, you know, so it's been kind of a rough football line. Um, but, uh, no, the Red Wings are getting better, so that makes me feel better. Um, but other than that, it's uh, it's kind of downhill. Yeah. It's all going up for the Red Wings, buddy. Red Wings are going the opposite way of my hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I sleep so much better every night knowing it, too. It's awesome. Craig, buddy, last words to you, my man. Hey, no, I appreciate everything you guys do for me. You know, for us, for Real Geese, we get a lot of people saying, hey, we listen to the podcast. We're coming in and all this good things. So that's, it's a blessing. You know, when I came back to you guys, you know, a while ago, you know, my biggest thing is it's, it's raw, it's uncut. It's what I like. It's, it's, it's a bunch of guys, like you guys say, that just enjoy each other's company. And that's what I love. You know, you see a lot of podcasts that are scripted or that you see a lot of podcasts that are edited or they got to, you know, you got to talk about this. You got to talk about this. 
you know, and, and it's just whatever you want to talk about. That's what I like. You know, you get Jeff Coates on here and, and you never know where the ball is going to go with him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and yeah. you get a lot of these guys on there. And that's what I like about it. You'll, you'll talk about this one time and you'll talk about this another time. And, you'll, and, and that's what I think it separates you guys from the other places. And what's what I really enjoy and what I hold, you know, hold on to is, you know, it's raw, it's uncut. It's what you guys are feeling. You're not holding back. You're not worrying about some guy, you know, pulling a sponsorship because you said the wrong thing. You know, it, it's what I want um, in, in helping a business. And, and when I seen you guys, that was the first thing I wanted to do was help out the best way I can. And, and um, you know, we, you know, we've as, we, we as real geese are going to keep going and, and keep giving away you guys, whatever you guys need to give away to, to give to our listeners and, and, uh, you know, whatever they need, we'll get, and um, we'll go from there. So I appreciate it again. If you need anything, just find me on social media, call our office. Um, you know, don't, uh, don't message me at 12 o'clock at night because you live out on the East or West coast and expect me to answer. Um, but uh, normally I get back to you within 24 hours and say, Hey, this is what I think, or, or give us a call. Cause I mean, we have, our, we have hiccups with websites, like, you know, every day, you know, our shipping sometimes multiplies and it's just, we've never found this out why it does this, but, you know, give me a call. If you have a problem, don't be afraid to say, well, why is this doing this? I'll, I'll make it right and make it right to where you feel that you're taken care of. Um, I, I want you to feel that we're one-on-one -on -one with everybody. And, and if you need these guys, you know, Mark and Damien, if you, you know, same way, if anybody comes to you guys, you know, Absolutely. send them my way, I'll, I'll do what I can and make sure everybody supports one another. Absolutely. And, and you know what, uh, excellent note to, to end on tonight. Um, you know what, everybody help everybody out and, uh, and we'll just, we'll, we'll push through and, and motor through and, and everything will be good. Listen, um, this was episode 75. I might get a little teary here. Um, thanks, Craig, buddy. Uh, I really do appreciate everything that you've done for us. Mark, thank you again, buddy, for, for taking time uh, on coming out. I know you're super busy. Craig, you're super busy. Um, chan channel lock. Um, everybody, this was episode 75. Just like we always say, we are just a bunch of regular dudes that love one another's company. No one will ever pretend to be an expert. This is episode 75. Like I said, Craig Mintz, Real Geese, the premier sponsor of the show and has been with us um, right from the beginning. So big love to everybody. Remember, subscribe, ring the bell, download. Big love. Take care.